I'm Andrea Hope, and this is To Mother. Episode 44, The Declaration of the Bob. Hi everyone, I'm Andrea Hope, a poet, a wife, a mother, a Baha'i, among many other things, and this is my podcast to mother where I share my recommendations and insights about parenting with purpose in the modern world. So I share some quotes from the Baha'i writings that inspire me, some practical tips and resources, and sometimes my poetry. Today, I'm really excited to be talking about the Declaration of the Bab, the Holy Day which is coming up. It's really exciting to me because, of course, the Holy Days are wonderful times to build community, to reconnect with faith, but the Festival of Rizan and the Declaration of Bab are really special being the days that our prophets proclaim themselves as prophets, their revelation, their mission, and I've always had a special place in my heart for the declaration because we have a first-hand account of the declaration. And we also have photos and renderings of the House of the Bob. So this is a holy day where we, we can really put ourselves in that historical background, which makes it really special to be able to see what it might have looked like and imagine what it might have felt like, it sounded like. So last year, I read the account of the Declaration of the Bab as told by Mullah Hussein. And so this year, I thought it would be nice to have a quote directly from the Bab himself. This is from the Persian Bayan, which is the holy book of the Bab, and you can find it in selections from the writings of the Bab. There is no paradise more wondrous for any soul than to be exposed to God's manifestation in his day, to hear his verses and believe in them, to attain his presence, which is not but the presence of God, to sail upon the sea of the heavenly kingdom of his good pleasure, and to partake of the choice fruits of the paradise of his divine oneness. And again, There is no paradise more wondrous for any soul than to be exposed to God's manifestation in his day, to hear his verses and believe in them, to attain his presence, which is not but the presence of God, to sail upon the sea of the heavenly kingdom of his good pleasure, and to partake of the choice fruits of the paradise of his divine oneness. I really can hardly imagine what it would be like to face-to-face meet a manifestation of God. And I could only hope that I would be able to recognize the manifestation and to be freed from the veils and the human conceptions of what the manifestation might look like or might say. But, of course, it's just something marvelous to think about. Uh, Would we be ready? Would we be open to have this understanding and just how powerful these words are. And for me, not hearing the verses directly from the manifestations because that was many years ago, but being able to hear the verses of the manifestations through the books that we have has been something really sustaining, I can say, in my personal life. One of the joys of being a Baha'i is that the Bab and Baha'u'llah do have so many works that were written by their hands. So we don't have to go through stories of other people. We can read these translations of their words. It would be even more ideal to read them in the original language. But yeah, as an English speaker and reader, I can read translations of these words 
and have an understanding and a context for them myself. And that's a really beautiful thing to be exposed to the verses in this way because of the timing of this revelation. And really, you know, personally, it has sustained me so much to be a believer in God. There's a lot that it calls for. I think if you want to be a true handmaiden of the cause of God, there is a lot called for, not just in the teaching and the activities, but just in the everyday reflection and interaction with people. But there's also a lot more given. I feel like the reason that I have focused so much of my attention on the Baha'i community is because I think it's something that I uniquely can in this age contribute to and because it's something that's contributed so much to strengthening me and stabilizing me in my life. So there are a lot of other things in the world that I do believe are really helpful to people that can really change your perspective and guide you on a wonderful path. But in my life, that has been most strongly the Baha'i faith as a person, as a mother, as a family member, not to make life easier. I wouldn't say my life has been particularly easy. I don't think it's been particularly rough. (laughs) But yeah, I definitely have faced challenges in my life. But the thing that has really kept my optimism and my hope, especially being a very emotional person, is my reliance on these beautiful words of God and these beautiful sentiments and this feeling that I've had since I was little that there's more to the world than this. And I think if I didn't believe that, life would be much harder. But I have these strengthening words and these holy writings that give me the freedom, which is interesting, this concept of having freedom through religion, because when you think of religion and laws, a lot of people think of that as a lack of freedom. But for me, it was giving me the freedom to be who I truly want to be, despite what the world says. Because growing up in the world, I had a lot of feedback of I'm naive and I can't be too nice to people and this and this and that. And so I feel like being a Baha'i actually gives me the freedom to say, It doesn't matter what people do to me. It matters who I am and who I want to be in every situation. And that's the only thing that I can control. And that's the most important thing. And the writings of the manifestation strengthen me to do that. And I do find myself wondering in certain situations, you know, what would Abdu'l-Bahá say to me in this moment? What would Baha'u'lláh advise me? And I should think more about what would the Bab say about this or how would he approach this? And reading these stories of the early believers of our ancestors, both in the faith and in the wire society, I find to be a very strengthening thing. So I'd really like to encourage everyone listening to take these special holy days that we have in the faith to really focus on building a connection between your family and the history of the Baha'i faith and the Babi dispensation. And so in that regard, my living the life tip for this week is to practice your storytelling. This opportunity, the Declaration of the Bab, as I said, has a very distinct privilege of having the words of Mullah Hussein as recorded in the Dawnbreakers, where you can read this story and really reflect on the meaning, try to memorize it, maybe have some visuals, some music, however you want to present it. It's really an opportunity to think about it before the day comes, how you can present this story and prepare this story. So... I have done a lot of work on stage being a performance poet, and something I can tell you is 
being very familiar with your work and being able to memorize your work beforehand absolutely makes a difference in how you present it. I also have done theater as well. And, you know, it gives you that freedom. We're going to have this theme again of freedom. If you know the story or you've put it in your own words or you memorized it, it gives you that freedom to look your audience in the eye, to look your family in the eye or whoever you're around and try to connect with them and see which parts they're interested in how you can really bring life to this story. It gives you time to prepare what the room looks like, what the ambience looks like. You know, when we watch movies and things, they have certain kind of music playing in certain scenes because they know that that helps the atmosphere of whatever mood they're trying to set. So I really hope that families will take the time for the decoration of the Bob to plan beforehand, think more about the storytelling aspect and create a really special storytelling event for your gathering, whether that's just your family or your community or online or however you're planning to gather for the decoration of the Bob. There are many great examples of storytelling, which I'm sure you can think of some yourself. If you really want to look at storytelling with regard to the Baha'i faith, you can look in Ruhi Book 3, which is about children's classes, as well as Ruhi Book 7, which is about being a tutor for the Ruhi books. And both of those books have sections that talk about storytelling and highlight the nature of storytelling. So you could revisit either of those or both of those if you'd like to reflect more on the art of storytelling. So I actually have five resources today that can help with your event for the decoration of the Bob. And the first one is, of course, the Dawnbreakers. If you don't have the book, it's a great opportunity to get the book, The Dawnbreakers. And if you do have it, then you can go ahead and look for the section that is about the decoration of the Bob and try to memorize the story or at least go through the story a few times and highlight the parts that you want to present. The second resource is a book called Mullah Hussein, The Story of the Declaration of the Bab for Young Children by Alhan Rahimi. So if you're familiar with Alhan, she's come out with several books recently over the past, I would say like two years, that highlight the different Baha'i holy days and tell stories related to them. So this is intended for younger children, so it has a lot of beautiful pictures, and this is a resource you can use if you have younger children that you'd like to present the story to. The third is the video of the House of the Bob, the Declaration Chamber. And this is a video of a recreation of the House of the Bob based on old photographs. So, of course, we're not able to visit the House of the Bob, but based on these photographs, we can see a visual representation of it. And it's, it's a really beautiful thing. And I use that video, which I will... Of course, have a link to all these things will be linked if you go to tomother.buzzsprout.com or if you just look wherever you're listening to this podcast, I'll have all the links to make it easier for you if you don't want to have to be writing stuff down. But I use that video, my resource three, to make resource four, which is my first family puzzle. So I have done a couple puzzles for kids and because of the dignity of this occasion and the beauty of the stained glass windows, I had this idea to do a family puzzle this time for the decoration of the Bob. And so I used that image, the windows in the decoration chamber of the house of the Bob to get that illustrated and then design a 500 piece puzzle around that. So you can find that in my Etsy shop and it could be something that your family does together that is calming and you can play some nice music in the background. 
And the other activity is that Delighted Hearts has this 3D coloring page. Again, it is based off of the House of the Bob. So it's this black and white paper that you can fold up so that you make the window and the carpet and another wall and you can decorate it and it's something that if you see it it looks really cool so I'll put the link for that as well you can download from Delighted Hearts the PDF and then you can print it color it and then build the House of the Bob for young children so I hope that those resources are of interest to you and if you know any other resources that I can mention next time or that I could maybe add as a extra on my list, please get in contact with me. My email is info at andreahope.org. For the end, I just couldn't end without reading part of the Declaration of the Bob from the Downbreakers because even though I did read part of it last year, it's just so beautiful. So I thought I would read what I find to be a very poetic part of Mullah Hussein's telling of the revelation in place of my poem. This revelation, so suddenly and impetuously thrust upon me, came as a thunderbolt which for a time, seemed to have benumbed my faculties. I was blinded by its dazzling splendor and overwhelmed by its crushing force. Excitement, joy, awe, and wonder stirred the depths of my soul. Predominant among these emotions was a sense of gladness and strength which seemed to have transfigured me. How feeble and impotent, how dejected and timid I had felt previously. Then I could neither write nor walk, so tremulous were my hands and feet. Now, however, the knowledge of his revelation had galvanized my being. I felt possessed of such courage and power that were the world, all its peoples and its potentates, to rise against me, I would, alone and undaunted, withstand their onslaught. This universe seemed but a handful of dust in my grasp. I seemed to be the voice of Gabriel personified, calling unto all mankind, Awake, for lo, the morning light has broken. Arise, for his cause is made manifest. The portal of his grace is open wide. Enter therein, O peoples of the world. For he who is your promised one is come. To Mother is an individual initiative and provides only the personal reflections and insights of its creator. That's me. For more information about the Baha'i faith, including access to the official writings and contacts for Baha'is in your community, please visit Baha'i.org.